all 70s on me today. Somebody died that I should know about? Me? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you send me a note? Is that what you're, that what you're pointing to? No? So you're saying I'm di- you're saying I died? Is that, I'm, I'm just saying that this is heaven we're in, Rich. This is heaven. <laughs> Well, yeah, the, the, I, I love the Bee Gees. I have a certain I have a certain soft spot for the Bee Gees because they were one of my dad's favorites. But um, anyway, okay, um, this uh, situation in Northwood, classic. It, it, it is classic, uh, and and a perfect example of what's wrong uh, with school district governance. That's why people like Tim Janderber. And Donna Green and Arthur Green and myself and the many people who have come together with what is a pretty rapidly growing organization now called the School District Governance Association of New Hampshire. You can check them out at sdganh.org, I believe it is. sdganh.org for School District Governance Association of New Hampshire. And um, I mean, it's, a, it's a classic failure. It really is. You know, everybody's got a role to play. And if people play their role, things work well. Where things don't work well is where people either don't play their role or they play roles that are not theirs to play. And they can only play roles that are not theirs to to play if those whose role is being played by someone that's not supposed to play it don't assert themselves and their authority. See, this is one area where the Manchester School Board gets it right more often than anybody else. Because it it, it has people like Debbie Langton in Ward 2, Lisa Freeman in Ward 5, Arthur Beaudry in Ward 9, myself, who you can count on to say, hey, wait a minute. The rules say this. The policies say that. Uh, you you answer to to us. And shining that light on administrators is an ounce of prevention that is worth more than a ton of cure, because it tells them that the expectation that they're going to do what is within their realm. And only what is within their realm. <laughs> Administrators need to know that. If they don't, you get situations like you have now in Northwood, but I would say famously in Timberlane. Right? So, you know, what's happening down there? I mean, down there, the, 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 the institutions have been so corrupted by a superintendent who really does see himself as the be-all, end-all of what happens in that district and a board that's happy to play back. And you know why they play back? Because everybody's in a panic over education. It's just like, you know, when you're in a city, that's you got a crime problem. Oh, the police chief says we need this. Okay. Give it to the police chief. Give it to the police unions. That's what happened in Manchester when the board of aldermen subverted its own negotiator 
in, 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 in order to give the budget-busting pay raise that the police chief told him he didn't support. But the union wanted, oh, we're all about public safety. That means pay raise. So when, when, when panic strikes and people don't know what to do because things aren't good and the elected officials don't want to be associated with it, they punt to the professionals. That way the professionals are responsible for what does and doesn't happen. So they, they abdicate the responsibility. I mean, think about this. You know, Donna Green has on multiple occasions as the chairman of the policy committee of the Timberlane Regional School Board tried to put items on the agenda, which she as chairman has every right to do, only to have those items pulled off the agenda by Earl Metzler, the co-chair of the, uh, of, of the committee. And so just by having staff members on a school board committee that have full voting rights and the ability to determine what's on the agenda and the ability to determine the outcome because a 10-member committee has got seven members of the staff and three members of the school board on it, who do you think is going to win that one? You think anybody on the staff is going to, is going to go against what the superintendent wants? Their superior? So no matter what happens... Metzler's got seven votes to do exactly what he wants to do. Unless someone wants to find it very uncomfortable in the district offices on a daily basis. So it's set up to put the administration in a superior position to the governing body that is supposed to oversee what they do. And that can only happen if the governing body abdicates its responsibility. We've got Eddie on the line in Manchester. Good morning, Eddie. Hey, uh, good morning, Rich. Let me uh, piggyback right on what you just said, okay? The governing body uh, subordinate to the bureaucrats is part of that, at least part of it, Rich, due to the pay structure. And what I mean is, look at here in Manchester, you've got Dr. Deborah Livingston made like 160000 was it, a year? Yeah, about 160000 like Yeah. Okay. Okay. And she's looking at, say, a Deborah Gagden Langton who does a great job, okay? Deborah Gagden Langton is, is scrutinizing her at a meeting, and Deborah Gagden Langton's making $2,000 a year to be a Board of School Committee member. Do you think Livingston's saying to herself, I, I don't need you, I don't care what you say, I'm making $163,000, you're making $2,000, I'm so far above you it's not even funny? I, yeah, I think you're right, Eddie, but I don't think it's a, a matter of the amount of money that school board members make versus administrators. I think what it is is an inherent um, disregard for average, ordinary citizens, which Debbie Langton is not, by the way. I mean, she is, but she happens to be a middle school teacher. So when it right. comes to yeah. the, the education, yeah. 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 you know, so she's, she, she understands the language that they're speaking, so she can more easily call BS on it than the rest of us who have to try to translate it. Um, so she's not a person who's not in the know in education, but generally speaking, my experience has been that administrators who have this alphabet soup after their name and these big salaries march in there as the experts and they resent having to justify themselves or otherwise answer to, um, a, a, a governing body made up of lay people who aren't professional educators and can't possibly be trusted to know what's in the best interest of children in the community, never mind the community as a whole. And they resent the fact that there are people like Debbie Langton or Rich Gerard or Lisa Freeman or Arthur Beaudry who will who who will um, raise issues, questions, concerns, demand proof, justification, uh, <laughs> seek the validation of their recommendations 
uh, you know, a definition of the problem, et cetera, et cetera, because we're just simply not qualified. And the least qualified people of all are the parents who they resent like hell having to uh, uh, involve in any way beyond having a bake sale that they want to regulate with compliant foods, uh, among other things. So it, it is, yeah, there is very seriously a superiority complex, and frankly, superintendents across the state have very successfully intimidated elected officials into thinking that their job is to smile, nod, and say yes on cue. Yeah, and the danger there, Rich, is you know what they say, an elected official can be voted out. A bureaucrat is entrenched. Well, and that that's is... That part. Right, and that's one of it's one of the, the the tensions that a lot of elected officials uh, have to deal with is the the idea among many in the bureaucracy that well, they, you know, mayors come and mayors go, aldermen come, aldermen go, councilors come, councilors go, school board members come, school board members go, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm here forever because it's impossible to get to me the uh, you know the civil servant who is uh, you know atop these massive departments yeah. and all the money that they spend. Yeah. All right, Rich. Thanks. All right, Eddie. Appreciate the call. So uh, to wrap it up on this point, you know, the, the candidates that were there last night, they were urged by Donna Green to understand what their role as elected officials were and how the bureaucracy will try to enchant you away from your mission towards theirs. You know, my message was pretty clear. It's why I ran. And you folks know why I ran. I get tired of being lied to. I get tired of administrators uh, withholding public information. I get tired of them ignoring the board. And I get tired of talking about it here on the radio and realized that if I really wanted to make any changes, I'd have to be on that board. And I'm really hoping that the next term is highly successful and that uh, that, uh, uh, Dr. Vargas, who will be with us later in the show this morning, for the Is Our Children Learning segment is able to really get some things in motion so that once things are headed in a good direction and I'm secure in the knowledge that the board is, generally speaking, going to be supportive. I support Dr. Vargas, but where I'm skeptical, I express it and I express it because I'm obligated to. He needs to give more information on topic A or topic B. I need to be persuaded. Let's get into the Q&A that will do it. You know, there was a there was a like a light bulb moment at a curriculum and instruction committee meeting where an overhaul of the district's testing scheme came before us. We tabled it because the people presenting couldn't answer the questions that we had. And when it came back. The next month, and they had all the questions, they had all the answers to the questions, and we had a great dialogue. All of a sudden, the administrators around the table figured out that we weren't being jerks. We needed to be informed. And once they figured out that all we were looking for was answers to our questions so that we could better understand what was being presented to us, they went, Wow, this was a really great meeting. Now we don't see you as the enemy anymore. Exactly. And what came out of it was a better understanding and, frankly, a better product. Because they ultimately took our concerns and made changes like, no, we're not putting kindergartners in front of a computer to take a damn test. Sorry, not happening. And secretly, many of them said after the meeting that it was a good move because they didn't want it either, but they felt they had to for whatever reason. Uh, you know, but let's, let's Manchester, please take a close look. 
you know who's paying the politics of personal destruction, and you know who's trying every day to make sure that the resources and priorities of the Manchester School District are focused where they need to be, and not on protecting turf or personnel or friendships or covering up mistakes or anything else. You know who's on what side. Please, vote accordingly. This is Gerard at Large.